Hello and welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. <laughs> Forget about and it. And we're in America. <laughs> USA. <laughs> Hi and welcome to the Walk and Love podcast. I'm TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we're going to talk about dreams and not the like sleeping dreams, but dreams that you have for your life or things you want to do, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So today we are going to talk about dreams and not the sleepy dreams, but the real dreams in your heart, things that you want to do, things Mm -hmm. that you might be scared to tell someone to do. And Brooke and I are going to kind of share how we've done that over the years with each other, talking about them, fleshing them out, et cetera. Yeah. But first I'm going to tell you a dream that I had when I was a kid. So (laughs) when I was a little kid. I thought, and I think this speaks to sort of who There's I, two stories, and I don't know which okay, one you're going to tell. Okay, so I wanted to be discovered. Like, I mm. wanted to be famous when I was a kid. There might be- How old? S- like fifth grade? Fourth grade? Uh, probably like your third haircut? grade. Were you wearing a turtleneck? Bowl cut, braces. Ooh, wow. You know. I mean, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Living in Cal- Southern California. I had a dream to be discovered and I don't even know what that meant. Like I just felt yeah, like even I, back then, here's the thing. I wanted to be on a commercial. Yes. Not in a movie and just in a commercial. A Not specific a commercial too. I wanted to be on a Coca-Cola commercial in the worst way. And so because of that, whenever I would drink Coke in public, mm. I outdoors. would I like outdoors, <laughs> I would drink it in a dramatic way in hopes that the Coke commercial person would drive they by. would discover you. Look out the window and see gigantic bull cut head TJ and say, we need that kid in the com- in the next Coke commercial. There he is. We found we him. We found him. There he is. So glug, that glug, was glug, this glug, glug. really weird kid dream that doesn't make any sense that I had yeah. growing up. Do you have any like that? Not really like that. I <laughs> I'm actually, not really that crazy. <laughs> not like that. Um, mine was definitely more like... I would dream about what I was going to be when I grew up and like the, you know, okay. Give I, was gonna, some, I, like, give I was definitely going to be a dolphin trainer. Okay. Yeah. And well, there's was, our daughter has a little happen. bit of that. I know she does. Yeah. Or that I would like, you know, mine was just more like imaginative play when right. I was younger. Yeah. And you know, I would dream about finding some animal in the woods okay. that would need my help and I would take oh care gosh, of it. And, is so much like, yeah. and it would, you know, <laughs> it would learn how to fly. I would love it. And it would learn how to fly and I would teach you things. and It would be my best friend. Yep. And definitely nobody would know about it. Yep. And it was like this cool thing. This cool thing. There's a lot of shoulder shrugs happening mm, while Frank's talking. Yes. I had a dream that I would be the starting catcher for the Los Angeles Dodgers because Mike Piazza was one of my childhood idols. And so I thought that maybe someday I could play you professional baseball. But that wasn't that good. Mm. Um, but this is a good, actually, segue intro. Not so much Mike Piazza, but as a kid... It's very common to dream yep. about things. You're allowed to, you're encouraged yep. to. What do you want to be when you you're grow up? You're taught by oh, your, you your parents or your yeah. teachers like to to literally do that, to yep. write it down, to talk about it, mm-hmm. to you know, I mean, the first now, day of right, fourth now grade, it's like I want to be a whatever, you know, the yeah, exactly. moms that are like, I want to be, uh, you know, a unicorn trainer yeah. <laughs> in the woods. She's going to be my best friend. Um, and, and, and parents like encourage that. Things, yeah, we encourage that and we want kids to explore their creativity and, 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 and enjoy that type of stuff. To and, dream just to dream yep. and with no intent of it necessarily turning into anything for the practice of it. And then like a lot of things you grow up and you and suppress you don't do that. and crush and 
kind of poo-poo those things and, <laughs> and think that they're dumb or silly or whatever. Yeah. And so <clears throat> Brooke and I being self-employed mm-hmm. and being the people that are in charge of our income, um, we've talked about dreams and things that we want to do more seriously. I don't necessarily say more seriously, but they have more of an impact on our lives because they need to, most of the time it's like, Hey, we want to do this so we can make a living, Yes, you know, and do, yeah. do this. And so yeah. we've kind of tried to call out things in each other that encourage dreaming big. Yeah. Um, you know, like Bob Goff has this thing called big dream workshop or whatever. And I'm Mm -hmm. assuming that's what a lot of it is. I can't afford to go. Um, but I assume that it's amazing in that in Bob Goff's way, he's like, yes, do it. Dream big. Dream big. Yeah. You said, yeah, I said dream big. Oh, well listen to the tape. Uh, (laughs) roll it back, sweetheart. (laughs) I think you said big dream. It doesn't doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter except that it does because I'm a 911 (laughs) and I need you all to know. Um, so (laughs) yes, why don't we just kind of, and this episode was kind of like, we were trying to talk about like, how are we going to talk about this? It's not exactly an easy topic to just be like, here's 10 things yeah, exactly. to, to do like while you, one. you know, write it down, but oh, that's, that, not that's a, a really idea. good <laughs> Hey, step one, um, write it down. But here's like, so, so it's not, this isn't really one of those episodes where like, Hey, 10 things to do to, to dream big or to have big dreams or to follow your dreams or whatever, because right. sometimes dreams are unrealistic and that's, part of it. Like yes. my younger brother, God bless him, <laughs> was, you know, five foot one, a hundred pounds and wanted to play mm. in the NFL. And, yeah. and I'm like, Michael, it's just probably not going to happen. Right. And I know you guys are probably going to send me the one guy that plays in the NFL, but like, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and so Good for him, he but, had really, but really, but really big dreams, but I don't necessarily think all of your dreams have to do with your occupation. I think most dreams are a desire of like something in your heart. Like I want yeah. to be successful. That was probably Michael thinking that, you know, right. And he's gone on and he's had success. And, and yes. so I would say that he's achieving that core dream inside of his soul. Yeah. Um, and so I think a lot of times we attach dreams to occupation, the American dream, et cetera. Yeah. But I think a lot of times it's about just like what's going to bring us peace and joy and contentment in our lives. And mm-hmm. how can we see that fulfilled in, in, in whatever we do? Yeah. Um, and so <clears throat> Brooke and I often talk about what things that we want to do, things we want to try. I actually end up talking about it a lot more uh, yes. Being the enthusiast that I am, yes. Enneagram Seven, uh, which we mention every time because I just think it needs to be noted yeah. that I am excited about everything. Babe, what do you think about this? <laughs> that is a sentence that I say almost daily. Yes, and and that's something I've had to learn. Yes, that that is part of your personality, so I shouldn't ignore it or squash it or whatever. But I also need to learn how to process that as myself yeah. and not just. Because there are times Turn into when a seven I'm, for the sake of like agreement. Yep. There are know. times literally when I'm just like totally making up an idea. Like I used to do this thing when I would drive late at night instead of like listening to music or the radio, I would come up with business ideas in my head to keep yourself like, awake, to keep myself awake, just keep yes. my brain active. Like, um, and so a lot of the times when I say, babe, I have this idea, I literally am just excited Expressing to talk an about an idea, yes. not necessarily about us doing this idea or this idea ever coming to fruition, right. just excited to talk about things that I'm thinking about that would be cool. Yeah. And so that is not an easy thing for Brooke to do. And early yeah. on, she would play the role of Captain Dream Crusher, which is a real role. And I think we'll, we'll talk about Captain Dream Crusher in a little bit. Yeah. 
<laughs> of just like, well, how do you expect to do that? What do you want to pay for that? What about this? And have you ever thought about that? And, uh, and yes. I'd just be like, I was crushing. Well, yeah. Well, I have a lot of thoughts about this. Yeah. One, I was crushing the thing in the name of like, that doesn't sound realistic. And by doing so, I wasn't allowing, like, I, I wasn't allowing either of us to have a conversation that was just about the idea in and of itself. And there was no implications that it was right. ever going to turn into anything. Yeah. Like, and that was a, that was a sad thing for me to realize that I was doing that because then there have been times where something started as a major crazy dream and it did turn into something. Yeah. And so I've learned not to like squash the crazy ideas right. or be like, you know, that would never happen. Right? right. Like I don't need to be like the reality check right. because Chris Pratt will never wear your shirts. <laughs> Oh, oh, babe, I always yeah. believed. Yeah. But you could have love easily you, said that and said, don't send them. Like, they're they're never going to end up on him. Right. Like, yes. that could be something that people do. That would do. be more my personality yeah. to say, do you really need to do that? Yeah. Or is that? Is that and worth so, your time? Like, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. And so there needs, when you guys are thinking about the things that you're dreaming about, and, you know, obviously we're speaking from a husband and wife perspective. Yeah. But even if you're talking to friends or family, like, allow them, if they're telling you about their dreams, the space to sort of let those things, yeah, let those avenues be explored, the unrealistic avenues yeah. be explored and ha- let the person sharing have freedom in that. And if you're sharing, ask for freedom in that. Like I'm not looking for a realistic expectation right now. I'm not talking about going and spending all my money to sell, you know, ferrets. I just talking about how much I like ferrets and how that'd be cool to have a ferret shop, whatever the, the, the yes. case may be. I don't recommend that. Um, no, they smell so yeah, bad. Just to allow people who are who are talking about their dreams feel comfortable dreaming. You know, yeah. having those like big ideas and those fanciful things because you never know what that does to a person. Like when I tell Brooke sort of an idea that I have and she's like, oh, that sounds so cool. Like I am then encouraged in my soul to be like, okay, I do have good ideas. Yes. I'm not going to do that one because I don't want to, but it was just a fun idea it was a fun thing to think about. Let me think about more things. Yeah. Let me think about things that are actually possibilities in my life. And let me start pursuing those things. Right. Exactly. I mean, like you were just saying with your brother, like obviously he didn't literally pursue being in right. the NFL, but he never played football. In he his was, life. he was encouraged by that to then, you know, go right. fine and follow He was a the really thing. good athlete. You know, he did that other he did. things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's, so like, that's just like, that's what we call practicing. Like we just practice talking about ideas and we have fun with it. And And I remember a period of time. And for me, it's, I think it's genuinely been probably the months following after I've had a baby because everything feels upside down, both internally and externally. And it's just like, it's a crazy season. But I, I remember one time and I'm guessing it was maybe after after I had had one of the kids, you're just being like, man, I just feel like you don't really dream about anything anymore. And that's true. And I'm sure that I even felt a little internal twin tinge, twinge of like, you don't know me. You don't know how often I'm up, which is ridiculous. You do know how often I'm awake with, with babies. But like, I knew that that was true. And I knew that it was something I needed to do to like give my mind and brain I needed to allow that to happen. And mm-hmm. if it was dreaming about my garden and it's, you know, smack dab the middle of March and I am nowhere close to planning it, but like you, I, you have sort of called it out and encouraged that in me to find those things, to talk about those things, whether it's traveling somewhere right. or literally 
you know, planting right. carrot seeds come that time. Like, right. What, no dream is dumb. Yeah. You know, and to just be able to talk about it is very freeing. And I do think it helps you kind of find little pieces of yourself or yep. what you value. Yeah. And that's the true value in, in just a fantastic friend or maybe your spouse is that you were able to look at, again, Michael, for example, and be like, I think what you want is to be successful and that's great. Let's pursue that. Um, Instead of just this like, you know, high in the clouds, American Idol dream. Oh, you're great. And you're really not. Yeah. And and so like, for example, speaking to that, you lately, we've been in this season of like, we're just on a budget, you know, through and through. Yeah. Yeah. And there, especially now seasons are changing. Brooke's like, all I want to do is spend money. All I want to do is buy the new clothes and buy the new things. And, I don't need any of it. Yeah. I fully recognize that. And so, <laughs> but when we talk about those conversations, what we're talking about for Brooke is like, I want not necessarily the clothes, but most of it's about our home and about yeah. the dream you have for our home to be a place that brings you comfort and peace and joy that makes you enjoy being there because you're a homebody. Yeah. And so these conversations, these dreams about buying new couches, isn't really about buying the new couch. Correct. It's about making our house a home that she just loves and can just like be and have people over and all this stuff. And so a lot of these conversations that we have about what do you want to do? What do you want to like, you know, this, that, like those are, if you won the lottery, those are conversations conversations. about like, what's in my heart. That's important to me. And like, you know, the dream could be like, she could be like, I want to buy a new house because I want everything to be new, you know, but that's not really what would bring you joy. No, (laughs) the joy is in, in providing a space for your girls and your family and your husband to like really just that's something that's, that's very, very valuable to me. And I've learned that. And so we talk about that stuff all the time. And I think a lot of people would say, why do you talk about that if you can't afford it? Like, it, it's just allows us to like, not live in a fantasy world, but understand like the heart behind something yeah. that is just like, you know, like we had these conversations after we had stopped selling t-shirts of like, well, what do you want to do? What's your dream? And <clears throat> like, what, what's like the what's big- What's that unnamed yeah. thing? What's that thing you've never said out loud and at all, ever? The unnamed thing for me was I actually wanted- do what we did. I just don't want it to control me. And that took a while to get there. And yeah. it took these like conversations about like, no, I could do this. Yeah, or I, I could, could do, do that. this, well, you, but you I don't dreamt about yeah, a lot of other but things. I was like, but I don't want to do that. I want to do what I, I was doing. I love selling yeah. t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just interesting to get there, but get there in a way that was like sort of backwards. Um, <clears throat> well, 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 it was more like what, once we did get there, once we realized that's actually genuinely, truly what you love, we sort of felt like we had given everything else, quote, under the sun, a chance. Like right. we had let it live in our minds mm-hmm. and in our conversations as like a dream for a day or a week or whatever yep. to do occupationally. And so when we landed back to where we were, where we are, right. we felt like we had really we didn't just land there out of fear or out right. of like, oh, we can't do anything yep. else. Jump to that yep. quick panic. Like we had truly dreamt about other things and like what yep. that might look like. And not, not most recently, but years ago we had dreamt about moving mm-hmm. and what that would look like. Yep. And we actually traveled somewhere to like, look at homes yep. and like mm-hmm. we ended up staying where we are, yep. but we let ourselves go there yep. literally figuratively. Yeah. And, and our it, friend, we have a friend, Mary, who uses this phrase that's super helpful. It's called, she, tr- she says, I try on the dress. Oh, and yeah. so that's sort of sometimes what dreaming is. Like she, you know, you, you're like, okay, we might move. 
Right. Okay. Good we're, example. Bro- like Brooke and I are moving. We're not but, moving, but, but that, that'll be our say, example hey, for now. Hey, let's think. I think we're supposed to move. Right. So let's try on the dress of living the next town over. Let's right. try on the dress of living in a bigger home. Let's try on the dress of living yeah. in a smaller home. Let's yeah. try. And, and so dreaming what sometimes does it mean? is, what does that look yeah, like? what does it what look does like? What school like? are we going to go to, what et cetera, will that cost? you know, all that what kind of that stuff. Emotionally, what mm-hmm. will that be like for us? You yep. know? And that I think allows people who are dreaming to like, make it a reality, make it a real thing. Like uh, this is, this might happen. What yeah. does that look like? And, and a lot of times that, People will only see the positive. They'll do the Shark Tank math and be like, "We'll move. It'll be super easy. Everything will go right into its place, and like right. there'll never be a single issue. The house will be painted, whatever." And then you get <laughs> into it, and you're like, "Oh, we have too much stuff," you know. And yeah. so I think having dreams offset with reality of what something really looks like when you try on that dress, as Mary would say, that is super helpful to uh, allow you to see it in a more realistic light. Yeah. Which leads me to something that Brooke and I recently had a conversation about. So she was um, thinking about the idea of styling homes for an occupation. She broke... Right. Even now I feel the need to defend myself, which is interesting. I wasn't really, but yet I also was, but I also wasn't. And I know that's so so confusing. So she's telling me about this idea and sort of this dream, and I know she loves homes. And I kept asking her questions like, okay, well, like if if we're going to do this, because you were like kind of in the middle. You were yes. like, I'm not going to do it, but I'm not, not going to do it. Yes. And so we're having this very confusing conversation of like, okay, if you're, if you are going to do it, it's going to cost money. We're going right. to we have to have a serious conversation about and it. storage and things to style homes. Right. Right. For like for sale. Yeah. So how do we get going in that direction? What's the sort of startup cost if you're really interested? And I could tell you were like, sort of interested. And like, I mean, it is something I enjoy. And so, so I was by like, default, it wasn't like you want a what? Yeah. You like, want a what? Yeah. So, yeah. So we're st- having this conversation and I can feel like it was very tension. Yes. And I was like <laughs> feeling very uncomfortable, not like, and I was just like, so do you want to do this or not? Are we having a serious? And I'm like, no, I just want to talk about right. it. Like, wouldn't that be fun? What but would that look like? But if I did it starting this week, then <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I didn't say that, <laughs> right. but but your dream was, was interlaced with a very real reality of you want to make this happen, but not. And so there was this like, right. it was again, this like swirly conversation of like, we're, we're circulating the, the, the landing zone, but we're not landing. Yes. And so yeah. actually halfway through the conversation, I said, babe, you need to either decide if this is something you really want to dream about and like make tangible In a real way. Yeah. Or if we're just like having a fanciful conversation of yeah. just like, this would be really Wouldn't fun. Wouldn't it be fun to live in France yeah. for a month or whatever? Right. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I, and maybe that's cause I didn't know and I needed to talk through it in order to get there. But since then, and this was only like a month or so mm-hmm. ago, we've had a couple other conversations where we've literally started off with, I know we will never do right. this. But, or I know I would never spend money on this, but, and then it's like a totally fun conversation with sort of the, if you won the lottery idea. And then there's other times we're like, Hey, this is something maybe I would seriously consider. I mean, I'm only at like 7%, but it's, I'm on the board. Like I'm considering it. And then that's also helped guide the conversation. Cause then when you ask or I ask a question that's more serious, like, well, what do you think that would cost? Or how much of your time would that take? You're not like, why are you asking me that? I'm just, I'm never going to do this. Why are you being so realistic and dream crushing? You know, 
Because Captain Dream Crusher is important at times because that was a, that's a phrase coined by my dad. Yeah, He is important, you know, and so yeah. you need him, but you don't need him all the time. You don't need him when you're just sort of like dreaming some wild, you know, crazy yeah. thing, but yeah. you do need him when you're like, Hey, I want to travel. Like right now I have a dream of traveling the country in an RV. Yeah. With our family, with our family for like mm-hmm. a long period of time, month, two months, something like that. So I've gone deep, deep, deep down the rabbit hole of camper vans and RVs and motorhomes and all this kind of stuff on the internet. And so that's a real dream. And so that real dream is met with real questions like how much would that cost? How would we pay for that? How are we going to buy an RV? Are we going to do it when we're debt free, et cetera, et cetera. And all those questions like, so, so that's realistic to me. And and we're, she's being Captain Dream Crusher not really, because the dream is still there, but she's adding a heavy dose of reality. So I'm not just like, Hey, we're going to sell everything tomorrow and load up the RV and get going. And right. Yeah. Cause that's not what we want. We right. want I really want to make this happen. Yeah. And so I think that's important when you're talking to someone about something that you want to do is like, if you really want to do it, if you really like, if it's not just something that's just like, I just was thinking about it for fun, then I think you really need to have that sort of shark tank conversation where they're like, well, how are you going to make money doing this? Or how are you going to like pay for this? Or yeah. what's it going to cost? Um, and and that's important to have both in the physical cost, but then also in the emotional cost. Cause yeah. like Brooke often talks about things she, she wants to do that she could totally easily do and add to her plate physically. And so then I, and, right. And, Primarily job wise. Yeah. Cause that's like, where we're able to fill our own plates yeah. or take away with our and jobs. So a lot of the conversations we have about those dreams are well, what it will it emotionally cost you. Yes. Shooting weddings could be something that you could do and you've done very successfully. Mm-hmm. And yes, it might only be 10 days a week. Right. So you think, or 10 days a year, 10 days a year or whatever, yeah. like that's not much time. Right. Yeah. Um, but emotionally, do you want to deal with the questions and the right. follow-ups right. and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. And well, the answer usually ends up being no. Right. And has been no. Yeah. So, so like when you feel your dream, maybe if you're, if you're at a point where you feel maybe you have this dream and it's just been in the like, I know we will never conversation and you feel it shifting more towards maybe actually this might happen or a mm-hmm. version of this might happen. Um, it is good to consider your, not only your literal time put into something, yeah, but the emotional, dream, even if it's a garden, yep. it doesn't have to be some job or occupation, yeah. like, you know, but then also like the emotional cost mm-hmm. or the emotional time or just sort of like the, the, for, for me, it would be like, does it cost me my internal peace? Yep. Like that. Um, that's something that's very, very valuable to me. Um, but dreaming is fun. And I, I do feel like it, it's this skill set mm-hmm. and that if you didn't continue it from when you were a kid through your adulthood, like you either need to learn it for the first time or you need to sort of just practice it again. Yeah. You know, Flex I feel those like muscles. Yeah. I feel like you could actually apply this to a lot of things in life when you're an adult, but it's like you grow up practicing things, right? you know? Just like we were saying, you practice dreaming or you practice throwing a baseball or doing gymnastics or piano. And then we grow up and we like stop practicing anything. We just assume like I either can do it or I can't. Right. And like, I just don't think that's best, you know, in life. And so I, yeah, I I think we would encourage you to, to dream about something. Yeah. And then follow through if it's something that really matters to you. So like we've tied a lot of this into our occupation, Yeah, but we have dreams outside our occupation and probably a lot of you do too. Like I, <laughs> this is silly. 
I dream about being a really good bread maker. Like I want yeah. to be able to just have that, skill have set. that skill set and just be able to do that for my family and for like events and people I love and like, just be like, yeah, you know, some flour, some salt, some water, some yeast and you know, yeah. I'm, I'm good to go. Yeah. And that is a dream that I have. And I think that just goes to like, I like being able to provide something for someone. Yes. And so like a loaf of bread is something that's so easy to provide and mm-hmm. is so like basic to human <laughs> survival that yeah. like that, yeah. I think that's where it connects with me. Like I also like providing laughter to people. And yes. so like I'm learning that through these dreams, I like providing value to people and mm-hmm. I like adding value. So like in my occupation that has been t-shirts, like I'm adding the value of what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. And so as I've kind of flushed out that dream of adding value, I've noticed it in other places that have nothing to do with my occupation. Yeah. Like, for example, where Brooke's brother and sister-in-law live next door. And I like to add value to Kelsey, who's a stay-at-home mom by saying, yeah. Hey, let me grab those kids for you for an hour right. or for 20 minutes and just right. give you some value you to second. like <laughs> breathe a little bit. Yeah. And so yeah. those dreams have led to me understanding that about my personality and about who I am yes. that have given me more ways to love and interact with people and to find where I fit in families and situations and things like that. Um, oh yeah. And not feel like, Oh, then that needs to be reciprocated because like people don't necessarily interact that way. Right. And so that's been really cool for me to see that as I flushed out some of these things, like I also want to be good at woodworking. I'm nowhere near that, (laughs) but I'm trying, I'm starting to do things that I wouldn't necessarily try before. And so that I think, but again, I think that goes back to I want to add value and I want to bring some something to to Brooke with yeah. the woodworking to be like, hey, I can do this for our home now. Mm-hmm. And that all starts with just this tiny little like, wouldn't it be cool if I was like the cool woodworking guy with like the pencil and the rough hands? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like dreaming is definitely it is harder for me. And maybe that's just my personality. I don't know if it's like my personality type, like as a whole, or if it's literally just me. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I feel silly, you know, or I, I maybe not in my head thinking it, but I would like never right. be like, you know what I would love? Like, like right now I can't even think of a fake example. And I know that when Brooke says something that she's been thinking, like, I know that when Brooke's like, Hey, what if we did this? Like for me saying that that's like an everyday occurrence, but when you, I, like he, you may have just yeah. thought about that when 15 I, minutes ago, yeah, when I hear Brooke saying, I know that she's been thinking about it for two weeks and she's finally been able to voice it. <laughs> and so as a spouse, if you have, if you're married to someone like that, don't, don't you dare captain dream crush that right away right? because that is devastating. Yeah. And so I need to, I've had to learn that like, okay, when Brooke gets to the point of speaking, calling out and naming something that's important to her. Right. I need to find a way to approach that. That one pushes her to flush it out because she might just squash it herself right away. And that's fine. Fear or embarrassment or whatever. And so push her to kind of talk it out and then actually put some like realistic timelines or timeframes or expectations to it so that I can really see like, Oh, is that something you really want to do? Because you wouldn't have said it necessarily if it wasn't something that you really wanted to do. True. That's very true. And and that's where the conversation we had a couple of weeks ago where I learned, oh, if I'm actually not serious about this and I'm just trying to practice dreaming and thinking big and like just letting myself, having the space and freedom to do that, 
but I'm actually not ever serious about doing it. I, I want to say that up front because, because you have learned about me yep. that if I do finally say something, I'm quasi serious. And I'm now learning from you to be able to just talk about something yep. because it was something yep. I wanted to talk about. Yep. And so, you know, as always expectations, yep. um, to being able to say like, okay, I don't ever actually want to do this, but wouldn't it be fun right. if... So like one of the dreams that we have that we've had for a long time is to own properties and have Airbnbs. Yeah. And so we have very serious conversations about that. <clears throat> they're, they're fun conversations, they're but fun. they are, they are intentional. Yep. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I came up with this idea of this like sandwich shop that was totally made up. And every now and then we'll talk about that. And it's just like totally fun, no seriousness at all. Yeah. And just like, just fun to think and, you know. And we do that a lot when we go into restaurants. Like if, if you own this, what would you do differently? And like, yeah. that's just like us that's sort just of us. just being, having fun with a, with a potential scenario. Yeah. Um, and so the whole point of this episode yeah. is to just encourage you um, to dream, to, to find out what would bring your heart joy. And that doesn't necessarily need to be an occupation mm-hmm. or a status, but just something that you could even just do like a hobby or a love that you could just sort of reignite. Um, you know, like my guess is that after this episode, Brooke's going to start going through the forest, looking for some magical creature. To, to, <laughs> she's out there. She's out guys. there still waiting. She needs me to find her yep. and save her. Um, but to, to cultivate that in your life, because it is so easy to be like a grumpy curmudgeon and you see it happen so often in people's lives. where like, man, remember when this person used to be a ton of fun and like, it was fun <laughs> to hang out with them. And like, and now they just like complain about, you know, Everything. their bomb shelter now, like, or whatever, like, yeah. and so to practice that and to just come up with fun ideas and to just come up with things that you love or that you would love to do and then practice them. Like, you know, I want to be a good baker. I'm going to practice that. And, and that all started with this dream of like this idea of like, wouldn't it be cool to just be able to like know how to bake stuff? Yeah. Like, yeah. That just sounds so cool to me. And that, that there's something that ignites inside of me when I think about that, someone that can do that. Yeah. Not cooking. Right. Not, yeah, just baking. Yeah. It's just, it's really interesting that that, that was where that lands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we've, you know, sort of adopted the practice of providing ourselves and each other the space and time and then listening ears when you do finally yep. speak up yep. to to dream. Yeah. So it's been, it's been so beneficial and it's really, it's really taught us a lot. And it's, I think it helps us be better parents, helps us be, you know, all things better, just better period. Yeah. And so if you are new to this, I think I would just start with maybe making a list like of things that you're afraid to tell people that you love to do or things that you Mm -hmm. would love to do, but are, you know, afraid to speak because once you speak it, you might actually have to take some steps. <laughs> um, and then just sit on it. Sit you don't on have to do it. anything. Yeah, you don't have to tell you don't anybody. Even have to show anybody. Yeah, yeah, you know, sit on it, pray on it, and just like cultivate that spirit that God can take something small in your heart and make it something that just impacts so many for his glory. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we've learned over the years is like these little tiny things that we once thought were just pie in the sky ideas have ended up becoming reality because God has taken them and made them so much more than we ever could. Yeah. But we had to take some steps and give life to it and and say it. And and that has been really valuable for us. And I hope that we continue to do that because yeah. I don't want to become an old curmudgeon, you know, 
waiting to Owning die. a sandwich shop? No, <laughs> you won't, babe. I won't let it happen. So yeah, so let's end there and say, go out and name it, talk about it, and dream big. Dream big. Big dreams. Big dreams. Big dreams, y'all. Dream big. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs>